0: To sound and vision, that trivia-based wonder of pop culture, with your host Marty Boston.
1: Thank you, scary children. Yes, another week, another episode. I—it's uh, been a few months. I've missed him. Um, I finally, finally been able to track down the film buff, that is William Gold. Say hi, Will.
0: Delighted to be back, Marty. Thanks it's for having an me. Absolute on. pleasure <laughs> to have
1: you back on. Uh, I, I mean, this this theme this week is well, it's a corker, really, isn't it? It's uh, the Dirty Dog Douglas, <laughs> Yeah. Michael <laughs> Douglas, The uh, legend. Yeah, but yeah. le- I, I mean, going through his film history, me and Will found that he's but um, there's definitely a theme when it comes to Douglas's films, um, and they are. Absolutely, of a sexual nature to say the least. There was a particular yeah. period in his life when he just went for it through and through, it was all to do with sex. Um, however, yeah. he has done a few which are not about that, and we may divulge into them as well. But, um, prior, prior to us looking into the film, have have you seen many Douglas films? Have, you know, have you been with him his entire career? Have you just dipped yeah. and dabbed into it? i
0: probably, yeah, no, definitely seen seen mo- most of his films. Maybe some of his real early stuff, I don't know. Which mm. I'd be interested to to delve into that. Um, but his iconic stuff, yeah, through through the kind of mid-80s, um, that period of the particularly saucy sizzler ones in the late 80s and the early 90s, oh, yes. which are a great great kind of period for his career. Um, and then onwards and upwards, and um, even seeing him in some kind of recent Marvel stuff in the Ant-Man. So, I mean, what a career. He's Hank
1: Pym in uh, the Ant-Man world, which... Great. You you know, it's gotten to the point now when, you know, he's part of a comic book franchise, Michael Douglas, at his age as well. Legend, yeah. And they've got him involved with it, which is fascinating to see.
0: It's great, isn't it? It is great. And, you know, after his, his... his dad, the legend, Kirk Douglas, recently passed. You're thinking, hopefully, he's got another good 20-odd years in him as well. Oh, I mean,
1: he was 103 when he passed, which is absolutely amazing. I mean, Douglas, Michael Douglas now is 77, if I believe. Wow, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So, which means Kirk had him fairly young. I was, what, that's 26? Amazing, yeah. And when he was 26. And uh, so that's why Michael yeah. is looking like he's got gone, gone on a bit as well, because oh, yeah, the age yeah. gap between oh, the two was
0: very, very minuscule. But still, but still looking good. So. I mean, <laughs> have
1: you seen his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones? You you can't mm, go wrong with that.
0: No, that's probably probably keeping him young as well, springing the step. Absol- imagine, Absolutely. <laughs> um,
1: but if you've never joined us before, this may be your first time, or you'd like a refresh, the show is as followed. Both me and Will have chosen two films each. I'll be going first, and I'll be giving you three clues to my first choice in film, once I've given you those three clues, a little bit of music's going to be played that is not related to the film in any way, shape or form. That bit of music is for you, for you to think about what the clues might be in relation to. What is that film I've been speaking about? We'll come back. We'll discuss what the film is. We will reveal it. So hopefully you have got it. Chat about it for a little bit. And then we'll go on to Will. And we'll do exactly the same. We'll do it twice over. So me Will, me Will. Simple enough. Play along at home. Excellent. Okay, I'm gonna go straight in to my first. In the United Kingdom, the film's poster was removed from Liverpool bus shelters because it was considered too sexually suggestive, especially in the light of the fact that the Liverpool County Council had just run an ad campaign promoting the safety of the buses to women travelling alone at night.
0: <laughs> wow! I know I didn't I didn't know that, <laughs> but I can I can entirely believe it. <laughs>
1: Clue two Demi Moore biked 28 miles every morning pre dawn to get in shape for this film. She'd given birth to her third child a month before she was cast. Wow. Which, after seeing this film, is absolutely really outstanding. outstanding. Clue three one of three major theatrical feature films about the subject of sexual harassment that was released around the time of the early mid-90s. The movies were Alina, which was in 94, written directed by David Manette and based on his play. This film, which was uh, also in 94, directed by Barry Leveson and based on the noble- novel of Michael Crichton. Ah, yes. Yep. And Gross Misconduct, which was done in 93, directed by George Miller and based on the play by Lance Peters. I haven't seen either of those two films, have you?
0: I haven't, no. No? no. be interesting. There's probably a bit of a recurring theme through. through oh, the yeah. It's a,
1: it's a very, very niche theme. If, if you're mm-hmm. going to look for films which are purely based on sexual harassment, you need yeah. to have a question with yourself, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. I, if that's the genre you're going for that yeah. um, Right. That is Free Clues. Now is your time to think. Imagine, if you will, your name is Tom Sanders. You're a manager at a computer company in Seattle. You're happily married with children, um, and you've got big hopes for a promotion. You really, really want it. But it's sadly taken by Meredith Johnson, your seductive ex-girlfriend. Instead, somehow, uh, you take a bit of a groan of salt. Congratulations to you. Until a personal meeting turns into a seduction, when that Meredith, your ex, decides to... Well, basically tell you her sexual fantasy and you, you pick up where you left off. Naughty, naughty Tom. You <laughs> you eventually refuse making Meredith frustrated and your only choice is to sue her for sexual harassment. But everyone believes it was the other way around and your boss wants you to transfer to another division, forcing you to lose everything. You discover not only is the system rigged against you, but Meredith's going to destroy your career and bolster her own by blaming you for a serious error of judgment on her part. That is from the film Disclosure, which is Michael Douglas, to me more, and Donald Sutherland oh, as course, a supporting yeah. actor. Yeah. As we said at the start of the show, this is Douglas in his prime of sexual heated films. Yeah. It was It was all about it. There was a good five-year stint when he was very much about it. And this one, in particular um is not shy to say the least in the first twenty minutes, you see more than you would in most films uh, when it comes to that nature. Yeah. These two marry really well to be fair you you it's not a situation when you don't necessarily um you can't imagine them to be like that in real life because there are times when actors and actresses or actors and actresses etc cetera, etc cetera, whoever's paired sometimes they don't really mix with each other and you can't really see them blending together. But the chemistry between these two I feel like is really, really sincere. Um and I feel like as the case goes on, because you know it gets into the legal aspect and potential blackmail and fraud and there's several aspects to it. It, you know, it's not just an erotic drama, I suppose, then you, you can really, really appreciate that these two might actually hate each other, and you fully appreciate from both sides why there is. You've got Meredith with the side of rejection, um, and you've got Tom who's... he He realises how much of an error he's made, and, you know, it's got his... Uh, marriage on the line. He's, yep. you know, he's he's got children as well. He's the promotion, his job, everything for a foolish moment, which he regrets, you know, seconds later once he's into it. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely a nineties film. Will you watched it mm.
0: last night? I did. Yeah, so it was great. Actually. Fresh eyes, um, very very fresh. Um, so I'm in a good good position to talk about it. Mm. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. It's um, it's got that perfect kind of early nineties. Thriller feel to it. Absolutely. Um, Douglas in his prime. Yeah. Um, he's off the back of a, a few similar films, um, all with recurring themes, but all, all kind of slightly different as well in their own right. Yeah. And all exciting and all thrilling. But the um, the theme throughout is Dirty Dog. Dirty Douglas, dirty Douglas. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and it, and, um, but yeah, but just great drama as well. I think his performances are so strong. Mm. Um, you kind of feel for his character. Um, especially from a male perspective, because you're drawn in with the femme fatale in, in in Demi Moore, sizzling opening scene. Just, Massively. just, um, and you can see from the poster, which which is, as you touched on, was <laughs> banned in in good yeah. old Liverpool, and you can see why because it, it's quite, yeah, it's pretty raunchy. There was um, there was
1: two posters for this. So this is there's one in which. Um, was publicly seen, which is essentially just uh, Demi Moore behind Michael Douglas. Yeah. Um. So you know she's going to kiss him, and then there's the other one, and the other one is very X-rated. When, um, you don't see either of their faces. No, actually, that's true. Yeah. So I don't actually know if it is Michael Douglas and Demi Moore, but it uh, the camera is panning behind Demi Moore, and she's, well, she's basically on Michael Douglas against a wall, yeah. and his hands are in places which if you're friends but you know they shouldn't be Uh um, <laughs> on, on her rear should we say yes on, be a... <laughs> perfectly said on her rear um and it's it's definitely that vibe so you can tell why that poster was banned because yeah you know imagine trying to discuss that with your child whilst walking the, the past. bus stop no, what's that not, about um, no yeah. I, I don't want to have a discussion <laughs> with you um <laughs> but yeah it's definitely an early 90s michael yeah. douglas film um you know Donald Sutherland's good in it as he's well. He's really good. I mean, he's when really is good. Donald Sutherland bad, no, it's a exactly. real question.
0: He seems to play those kind of. Um, I mean, he's a baddie, really. In a yeah. you know, in if, in plain plain terminology, um, yeah. but a slick. He slick plays IT a slick. company baddie, yeah. yeah, which is good. And that that's another thing that sets it in a nice '90s feel is the, the IT and the te- technological advances around then. So absolutely, you're kind of watching it and the the at their desks they've still got these huge oh, chunky monitors <laughs> <laughs> and the emails are popping up and it's kind of yeah sleepless in seattle era and you got mail yeah um, absolutely and it's lovely that that's the kind green of, screens that's on the computer, it? yeah uh, early yeah. early use of of, of email and um, so no i've really enjoyed it for all those things actually so yeah it's yeah good. it's
1: um it's definitely one if you're in a michael douglas mood but you should stick. on Great actor, yeah. With, with Demi Moore, she, she's been limited in her roles. She's really um, good in this, though. I thought. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I, I mean, she's
0: really good. I mean, she's obviously she's stunning and attractive, and that's that's an important part of it. But she's also mm. a really good actress. I thought she's brilliant after that raunchy scene as the. Um, I mean,
1: the cynical side of her. Yeah, the le-
0: the legal stuff. Um, I mean, you know what a what a na- nasty piece of work the way she's kind of manipulating him, and um, she's sexually harassed him yeah um and oh oh, wow yeah i I thought she was really good in it
1: and then you've got after this she did a few good men as well um and then the film which i feel like gets a lot of stick for gi (laughs) j yeah of course i really like that film to be honest i thought it was a really really good take on something within the army which um especially in that time it's in you know it's more broader now when it comes to gender but back then i felt like that um, being female you were it's a bit ahead in. of its time was not it yeah you, yeah exactly you yeah. were limited within the army of what you could do and being treated as an equal and I feel like that film really showed the struggle um, you know in a Hollywood sense admittedly yeah. it didn't go into the worst possible situation no. but it's still really really difficult to watch in parts oh yeah um, so yeah but other than those films I can't really necessarily think of any other Demi Moore films other than charlie's angels 2 which is oh. not a good film
0: <laughs> i <laughs> uh, forgot she got a cameo
1: in that you know, yeah yeah so. so um other than that I'm not too sure but those three
0: films very good yeah yeah very good very good um so
1: disclosure if you haven't seen it don't watch it with kids no but um watch it
0: late at night with yeah. the curtains closed <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> don't watch it on a train either It'd be awkward no yeah. um but yeah that is my first choice
0: Will, Excellent. what is your first clue for your first film? So, clue number one for my movie. This film is by Dutch master Paul Verhoeven, made straight after the success of his science fiction thriller Total Recall. Um, so that's a pretty good clue in itself. Total Recall, of course, um, 1990. Yeah, not
1: um, the remake with... Colin. Colin,
0: no, no, it's got to be Arnie. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, it's all about Arnie. <laughs> uh, what a film as well. Paul Verhoeven was just all his films are great. He's just um, kind of they're all quite ultra violent and um, dystopian and um, very well cast from the same Ro- RoboCop and, effects as well. Oh yeah,
1: great. Especially in the you know the bloodier scenes. Yeah, of any yeah. film that he's done, you can definitely tell that it's his film. Yeah, it's um, got his own style as well. You know, with, with Robocop and with Total Recall, for oh, example. Wow. The practical effects on when limbs get cut off or faces explode, or you know, <laughs> stuff like
0: that. You can definitely tell it's by the same yeah.
1: creator.
0: Definitely. The Dutch the Dutch master. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So yeah, okay. Clue number two mm. the female lead in this film is a stone cold, femme fatale and her character is a writer of murder novels. Yes, she is. Absolutely. Isn't she just? um that's brilliant and i mean she 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 really well i don't want to give too much away i think i should probably leave it at that one Mm because we couldn't we could move into other territory but clue number three um this film features a police interrogation scene of the femme fatale character and a famous crossing of her legs in a miniskirt um which is the most paused frame in modern film history (laughs) 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 believe it or not um and That's if you haven't got it by now, then um, you ate my friend.
1: <laughs> Classic <laughs> dirty dog, Douglas. He's the one who's yeah. paused it every time. I
0: think so. I think so. <laughs> this is no. This is a favourite of mine from the Douglas uh, archive. Yeah. 1992, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the cat is probably out of the bag with that final and third clue. about basic instinct it is and i believe mr boston had the pleasure of watching this um as we decided our choices um only a, a number of number of days ago um what did you think marty it's...
1: yeah so it was a film which uh i was really fortunate actually that i'd never seen uh or was really aware of basic instinct i was aware of the uh the situation yep with the, the scenes yeah, um, yeah, yeah yeah i was aware of that but other than that i didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really understand. I didn't even know that Michael Douglas was a cop in it. No, that's um, good. She so went really, in really, really fresh. Yep. I didn't know that she was a writer. Um, yep. You know, Sharon Stone in her prime, absolutely. So yeah. again, you can tell that the relationship between the two is believable. Um, Definitely. Although we we were both um, we were both saying private. Michael Douglas isn't abs 11 in this. You know, he's he's in good shape, but he did all of his own body stunts. Yeah. There's some quite heated scenes, oh, at least. Um, and he's able to do it, and it works as well. Sharon Stone, um, is electric in all of her scenes when it comes oh, yeah. to stuff like that. But um, it's a very
0: 90s film. Definitely got that. Definitely I, got that feel to know, it. I, yeah.
1: Could it be made now? No. Probably not. Um, no. Same with disclosure. To be fair, I don't. No, they're, I think they're both. They're both of their time, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but both. I think when I watched is. it again,
0: I I just couldn't. I'd forgot how how thrilling and edge of the seat the tension was. I mean, it's kind of smouldering hot. Score um, by Jerry Goldsmith as well. Love love a bit of Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah, you can tell. Great theme. Yeah, great great soundtrack. Um, but I think it's one. Of, it's one of my favourite ones with Michael Douglas because the pressure that he's under um, as he's drawn in by this femme fatale, it's just it's just great um and i mean there was a bit of uproar at the time from the feminist community and the lgbt i suppose
1: it makes sense
0: i think yeah because it was you know i mean you're always going to get that but um i think it was a bit over the top you know they're kind of worried about portraying women as psychotic um you know bunny bunny boilers but um it's just it's just a film and to be fair there's plenty of uh Eye Candy as well, when Michael Douglas's peachy bum gets a hell of a lot of oh, screen yeah. time. You, you get to see um, a lot of Douglas. Yeah, yeah. And Maybe um, more than you was expecting <laughs> yeah. in the film about Sharon
1: Stone. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. That goes into the most paused scene when it's Sharon wow. Stone. There's plenty
0: of Douglas to see there as is. well. There, a there's lot. a hell of a lot, probably more. Yeah, um, he, he shows himself quite a few And in all bit. these films, he's getting a hell of a rough ride. I mean, he's not... He's by no means, you know, a male chauvinistic pig. He gets battered in all of them. So, um, great, great stuff. And, um, yeah, no, a r- really, real, really enjoyable favourite one of mine from the Douglas.
1: Both me and Will have uh, both stated that we've not seen the sequel. So, we are no. absolutely curious to know no. what happens to Michael Douglas's character, without giving too much away for the ending, in case you haven't seen it. But what happens to Douglas's yeah. character? Because he's... He's pivotal to the entire story um, with Sharon Stone's character. It's it's essential yeah. to know in the second one what's happened to him. So I am definitely. definitely curious. And if anything, I'd watch it just to find that bit out. Maybe I'll just turn it off afterwards. Yeah, because, uh, because it's, good it's to clearly a catch-in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, it's the first one is definitely another cult classic of the Douglas really genre. Really good, really good, yeah. But that is Will's first choice. I'll move on now to my second clue one the cashier at the Whammy Burger Sheila is played by Michelle Pfeiffer's younger sister Dee Dee she appeared in the February 2002 issue of the Playboy magazine clue two in one scene Dee defends says golf courses are a waste of space and that golf is for old men with nothing better to do. Ironically, Douglas is an avid golfer in real life. (laughs) (laughs) And clue three. The two bags that defense carry act as metaphors. The briefcase represents his responsible side while the gym bag filled with guns represent his turn to disorganization and violence. He has the opportunity to give up one of the bags to a bum and ultimately gives up his old life by giving up the briefcase. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely lovely. When that happened as well, I was really, really impressed because yeah. he does ultimately have a choice and he chooses, well, the evil side There's essentially, goes yeah. on the darker route. But before yeah. we go into more detail, here is your time to think. Time is up. Imagine, I mean it's not now, but imagine it's a hot day and you're in Los Angeles. um, And you're stuck in a car in the early morning traffic jam. And uh, it's your daughter's birthday, congratulations, you've got a daughter. And you just want to see her on a special day. You abandon your car um, and you set out to go to the house of your now ex-wife to see your daughter. Along the way though... You meet a manner of obstacles, causing your pent-up frustration at the hindrance of life and criminality of average people to boil over. What follows is you, a man's violent odyssey, an odyssey to see your daughter. That's from the film Falling Down, a film which I had not seen until I was choosing my choices, and I'm glad that I did. Falling down is it starts off very simple with um Michael Douglas, Robert DeVoe, those are the big names in this. And it starts off almost as a comedy. You know, a black comedy when a guy in the shirt and tie is just he's just having a bad day. And everything keeps happening in a bad way. Yeah, everything's going wrong. Yeah, it's, it's almost slapstick in some senses. Yeah. But then it starts to turn and it starts to, you know, be a voice against the implications of stress when it comes to mental health. Yeah. And the frustration in which can happen when it comes to your line of work and your job and keeping a family alight and temper and aggravation and support. And it has many underlining communications come out of a film which mm. you know from the start seems yeah. a very basic film there's an there's a iconic scene from this film so it's not giving too much away when he walks into uh, Whammy's uh, which is essentially a McDonald's and he arrives and the time is 11.33 and he walks up and he says I'd, I'd, I'd like some breakfast and they're like well we, we've stopped serving breakfast and he asks what time three minutes ago Well, can you not just give me some breakfast no gets the manager involved uh, the manager agrees with Sheila yeah. um, saying no we're, we're not going to serve and that is several stages down already from him having just the worst day possible and it just gets progressively and progressively worse and even in that situation that would potentially tick you off to the point where it ruins your day so imagine if You've already had a naf day because several other aspects have happened as well. That's the situation he is now. You do also start this film off assuming that he is a good guy, but he's not. But you (laughs) get this persona because they very it's very smart that he has his attire and his outfit when he's wearing the shirt and tie, he's wearing a big rim glasses as well. But then, at the same point, it kind of gives you the um, the the thought process. But maybe he's not the nice guy. He's got a buzz cut, which is not necessarily something you would see in the nineties of an office worker. No, it's S- kind of semi military and isn't absolutely. It? So, and yeah. it just gives you that little inclination that maybe not everything is okay with this situation. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, as the story starts to progress, you start to see that not everything is okay mm. with this oh, yeah. man's mindset and how he goes about his day to day and the more you go into it the more you find out about his family and why he's no longer married and the implications to that yeah
0: and why he's on the edge as well isn't it it's um there's much more to it than meets the eyes the film absolutely rolls out I and mean, in this day and age was hot topics like mental health and things i think yeah. it's it almost a bit ahead of its time yeah um, no i agree because we've all had bad days and you, you oh yeah watch his deterioration. And you can see you can see how these things happen. Um, and what I really like about this one, mm. it, it's in it's bang in the middle or around the time of all his all his raunchy um, raunchy films. And this this one's more just about about him. And yeah, he he looks he looks different. Whether it's just the haircut and the short sleeved shirt and the tie, the acting is that good. That is a different Douglas. Oh yeah, to the long haired sexy one who's in all these you know hot erotic yeah, thrillers absolutely. he's such a good actor it's not the douglas you, you expect. No, No, you, you kind of i'm invested into the film as soon as it starts you kind of forget it's him it's it's a different side to the douglas later <laughs> he, he wanted
1: he wanted to um he wanted to have a career break because he was so so frequently in films that he didn't want to do this film Wow, um, and yeah, then yeah. the script was given to him and he was just like, well, this is one of the best things yeah. I've ever read. I, I want to be invested in this. He uh, he took less money than he normally would um, in okay. order to make yeah. the film actually work. He um, he agrees that this is one of his favourite pieces of work that he's ever done. And Kirk Douglas, when he was alive at the time, said that it's one of the best films that he's ever seen Michael do. So it clearly speaks. Kirk oh, Douglas yeah a fantastic actor if your father is saying that publicly the legend of
0: legend of spartacus speaks and you go wow yeah if he said that that's that
1: good and you know again just just from being a parent as well you kind of sympathize and empathize with michael douglas's character in this situation but again like i said it gets to a point when the normal mindset um, which you potentially could be in, it stops. Yeah, and there's a tipping just, point, isn't there? The, yeah, absolutely. When the cruelty and, kicks in a bit, and, the, and then it the just malice. gets
0: more and or, more uh, yeah. severe, <laughs> intense, and oh, all. You on his side? Of, are you not? And you think in Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: Robert Devereaux's character as well. He's a police officer, and it's his day of retirement. And this is the case that
0: lands. I like on this because this this little echoes a kind of lethal weapon and close to retirement. Robert Duvall was brilliant in it, in his, his relationship with his wife and stuff. You get to see some stuff uh, behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, it's really, I love his character. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's,
1: uh, <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, I would highly recommend this film. Genuinely, this is a really good film to watch. You, I don't necessarily think you know where it's going, you don't know what's going to happen because no. everything is so randomly connected with all the different situations which happen. You don't necessarily know what's going to happen next to Michael Douglas yeah. until the end, um, and it's just a fantastic ending when you're like, "Well, what's going to happen here?" And then it all falls into yeah, play, and you can yeah. see that the domino effects happening, and you know the 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 ending is, although somewhat predictable, is satisfying to yeah. say the least. Um, and very very enjoyable,
0: which is nice to have after the the trauma of the oh yeah, the stress the stress that you kind of it it kind of rolls onto you doesn't it from from watching him and the pressure that he's under so it's a good release at the end absolutely so. but yes falling down if you haven't seen it
1: uh, even if you have give it a watch because Definitely. it's genuinely a very enjoyable film that is my second choice. <laughs> Well, what is your best clue for your second film?
0: Thank you, my good sir. So, yeah, so my second and final film is a Michael Douglas adventure movie from 1984, and features Danny DeVito as the villain, um, which which is great in itself. Danny DeVito, relatively unknown at this time, um, comes in as a, as a as a bad eater to kind of parry the the good natured crisp clean whiteness of michael douglas yeah. um, and it re- works really well works really well. it does uh clue number two a sequel to this film came out swiftly because of its success the year after in 1985 called jewel of the nile featuring the exact same cast <laughs> yeah <laughs> and why not if it, if it works don't change it um and that in itself is a is a little gem as well um probably not quite so strong overall as a movie but definitely not a Um, you know a NAF sequel is it's great fun you You could watch them back to back definitely they're both often on around christmas time which is perfect time for to view these yeah they really are Um, in 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 the kind of the vein of the indiana jones um matinee movie adventure pretty wholesome you can get it on in the daytime on boxing day and just put your feet up and it's extremely pleasurable (laughs) so um yeah clue number three the female lead in this movie is a romance novelist played by Kathleen Turner. Yeah. <sighs> Kathleen Turner, yeah. Who it's easy to forget because um, she's obviously done some great, great movies later in the eighties and the nineties, uh, early eighties. Um, great screen presence and very attractive as well. Yeah. I forgot, forgot how pretty she was. So yeah. Um, yeah, very,
1: very good actress. Right, this will be your time to think. Well, what is your second choice? Yeah, I wonder if you got it. it um, we are of course talking
0: about romancing the stone. Oh. Um can you give us a brief uh, plot? Yeah, synopsis wise. So um it's um well I mean f- first and foremost, it's a lovely little little movie to end on after the some three kind of nail biting, thrilling
1: Adult films Dougal- the first Douglas three. ones, Definitely yeah.
0: This is Michael in in his early years, um, particularly suave and handsome, family but in, friendly, but in a more light-hearted role. Yeah, fam- mm. family friendly. Um, essentially, Kathleen Turner is a romance novelist, um, fairly wealthy, very successful, uh, and her sister is kidnapped by some good good old-fashioned eighties baddies. Yep, to hold her to <laughs> ransom, uh, which leads her to South America and Colombia. Um, where she bumps into to the dirt diggle mater, Michael Douglas, um, who is just really a, yeah, kind of an Indiana Jones mould adventure adventurer, um, for the modern for the modern era. Um and it's just a lovely relationship kind of blossoms as they as they work together as and, and the film pans out. Yeah. Danny DeVito pops up as a mercenary, uh so they have to tackle him along the way. Um but it's just it's just great, yeah. it's, it's it is It is very Indiana Jones like. There's there's lots of scenes that kind of echo Raiders of the Lost Ark and Tales of the Doom. Yeah. Um, But there's some great and there's a great film poster for it as well with um, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner almost yeah Tarzan like on the vine across through the uh, South American jungle as they're being shot at by the baddies. Um, But not a drop of blood in it. Just real good, real good, wholesome adventure. Thoroughly enjoyable, um, and, a, and a nice one to end on, Marty, after the uh, the sizzling, sizzling three. I oh, know. Really nice. What do you think of this one? I, it's,
1: I have really fond memories of this film, if I'm honest, because it's such... It is. It jumps on the bandwagon of Indiana Jones, and you can't not enjoy Indiana Jones, so why not have a different take on yeah. it? Um, I'm not aware of too many others who took on the role of Indy, but it I definitely know has... You know. Yeah, it, I feel like this was the one and done. You can yeah. somewhat—it's a good transition actually because you've got indie, then you've got this film, and then you've got Goonies, and they all type of yeah. merge with that adventure. type of you know yeah. adventure and lost treasure and trying to yeah, find yeah, something yeah, true, and the yeah. jungle and caves and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it definitely has that eighties vibe, which I feel like these three films really incorporated on, and. As you said, Michael Douglas and Catherine Turner are just absolutely wonderful together. The chemistry between them, oh yeah, is absolutely fantastic. But just to go back to Danny DeVito, he, <laughs> Danny DeVito is always good, but this was his first proper cinema film. Yeah, um, you know he dabbled in a few others, a few bit parts, one flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, a few others as well. But he was never centre stage. In addition, on top of that, to have him be the villain. When you think of Danny DeVito, in my head, I never think bad guy straight away, and yet in this film, he it really really works. Yeah, yeah. it's family friendly, so it's not intense. No, but no, 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 this later. Later on, it showed that he could do a bad guy because then he was the penguin in Batman Returns. Oh, and he's a great
0: baddie, yeah. Absolutely.
1: It? You know, Danny DeVito has this capability to be really funny he's a because of actor. his persona and the way that he acts. But at the same point,
0: you put him in the right when role. When you can do both roles like that, that's a sign of a good actor, isn't it? I mean, he's Absolutely. He is great.
1: It's um, It's massively enjoyable. And like you said, it worked so well that they fast-tracked a sequel really? Well. really quickly.
0: There's not, there's not many other films that have done that. I think the only other one I know of is Back to the Future 2 and 3, which were filmed back-to-back at the same time. Absolutely. And, and came out. Um, but the that, they,
1: they had the capability of knowing that it was going to succeed because of the first film. Whereas this one, they'd filmed it, they'd stopped filming. Yeah. So it's not that they was carrying on, and yet because it was so successful they must have had a very, very small window to not only oh, film yeah. it, and go, but this then uh, uh, pre-production, sound mixing, yeah. marketing. Post-production, bang, bang, bang. Everything to yeah. do that in the space of a year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even now that's unheard of. Oh, yeah. Even
0: with all the digital advancements which we have now. It must have been a, a yeah, it's a huge undertaking, isn't it? That's I think the early signs were there because I was having a little look at some of the stats and for a um, for a Hollywood film, fairly modest b- budget of 10 million and a... And it went on to to pull in 130 million wow. worldwide. So I reckon the indications it, it must have been smashing it at the cinema, and they've just thought let's let's get down to business and Bigger make another budget. one. Um, and it's yeah, I like the Jewel of the Nile. It's good as well. It's it's probably not not you know not far off being as good as Romance in the Stone. It's yeah. a carbon copy, similar cast, similar kind of story again. It's just more of the same um but this time um i think in, in north africa and arabia but again more exotic locations just like like your indiana jones stuff so you know s- sit back turn on and enjoy oh yeah
1: it's <laughs> it's definitely a film but you can watch with a family it's oh, one yeah. of us and as you briefly said it's always on at christmas as well you'll always oh, yeah. find it somewhere but these two fit in that <laughs> genre very much so when it's a boxing day film if That's it's not perfect. indie, it's this. Yeah. Um, those are one of your two, which are always, always on. Definitely. But yeah, wonderful film. If you haven't seen yeah. it, or you just want, you know, a, one of those 80s feels films. Oh, yeah. I'd highly, highly recommend this film and the sequel as well. That is Will's second choice. Next week i'll be back with a another theme another guest but until then will thank you very much once again for joining
0: us thank you so much it's been, been a pleasure i think i'm i mean i'm not finished yet i'm gonna go over and watch another michael douglas movie I Yeah, think it's exactly. just
1: exactly why not but there's a few <laughs> films which we have yet to see we we well, both we both want to see a certain film don't we black rain yeah black rain a ridley uh, scott embarrassed to so say i've not seen it Ridley Never scott
0: Really good reviews. Um, so yeah, that's that's a great note to end on. Actually, we're both going to go and watch that, which will be brilliant. Yeah, um, the I Dougal Nater in another role, kind of yeah, cop sci-fi going yeah. over to Asia. If I remember, that's right, it. Yeah, a little bit Blade Runner esque, um, moody, dark, raining, trying to track someone down. Um, but yeah, again, another sign of his versatile acting, and yeah, great,
1: absolutely, an action thriller for him. Yeah, fantastic. Well. We're going to go watch that. Have a week.